You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Allow me open today by starting from 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 1. Paul was speaking by the Spirit of God. He said, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free cause that it may be glorified even as it is with you. He said, pray. That means without the prayer, we will not experience that glory. Some other translation says, pray for us that the word may spread rapidly and receive honor. Amen. Be glorified. Be glorified. What does it mean for the word of the Lord to be glorified? He's saying that when we go to that place, let the message we carry be magnified. Let people see the value of the message. Let it be highly esteemed in their eyes. The word glorified there is doxazo. It means something highly esteemed, magnified, honored. Now the scripture is saying that as we behold him as in a glass, we behold the glory of God, we are changed from one dimension of honor, amen, to another. From one level of, of worth to another. We are partakers of the glory that should be revealed. First Peter 5.1 The Bible talks about the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should be revealed. When we talk about glory and the glory of God, we are talking about a bestowal of honor from God. We are talking about celestial elevation. It means that in the realm of the spirits, God has promoted you. Then the circumstances around you, they start saluting you in the way that God promoted you. We are, as a church, stepping out of this place with greater glory. Amen. You are, as an individual, stepping out of this place with greater glory. And then you desire to move from glory to glory. Whatever glory you have seen, there is more. Hallelujah. In John 7, 37 to 39, when Jesus stood, he said, on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man test, let him come unto me and drink. As the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Then the Bible said, this spake he of the Holy Ghost, which was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Oh, that means Jesus was glorified. Amen. That means there was a time he was not yet what? Glorified. Glorified. 
Jesus prayed a prayer. John 17 verse 1. Let's look at it. In that prayer, Jesus was praying to the Father. He said, this word spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven. I said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify your son. That thy son also may glorify thee. <laughs> Amen. If Jesus desired to be glorified, that means it's a good thing now. Amen. Amen. Is it not a good thing? Let your heart open to glorification. I said, let your heart open to what? Glorification. Do you know what sin did to man? Romans 3, 23. He said, for all have sinned and come short of the glorification, amen, that God wants them to have. Amen. amen. So if you can come short, you can also have an over of it. Amen. If you follow the pattern of God, according to Romans 8, 29 and 30, you will see that we should end in glory. Our journey ends in glory. It's from predestination to glory. Everybody say from predestination to glory. Don't stop in between. Put it up. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. It doesn't end in justification. Amen. Then he said, and whom he justified, them he also what? He didn't say he will glorify. He glorified. Amen. That means glorification is for now. Amen. I said there is a glorification for today. Amen. I said there is a glorification for November. There is a glorification in your place of work. There's a glorification for your generation. Damn, he justified. He also what? Glorified. That means don't accept justification that does not end in glory. To be justified means that God is saying that he has no beef with you. He has no problem with you. You are right. And if you are right, he should decorate you. The glorification of God is the spiritual decoration, heavenly decoration that the earth and all the elements recognize. It's a ranking system that the earth recognizes. <laughs> Somebody today is stepping into another dimension of glory. In Romans 8, we read 29. Let's go to 16 and 17. Or maybe I'll just read 17 and 18. Now, 17 is actually my focus. Romans 8, 17. 17, please, 17. And if children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, then that we might be also what? Glorified together. Hallelujah. That means that we are not just called to suffer with Jesus. We are also called, because the Bible says we are partakers of glory. To also be glorified together with Jesus. The prayer Jesus prayed in John 17, if you go down to the last verses or there about, he said, the same glory you have given to me, I have given to them that have believed in my name. Today, my mandate is to usher you into 
seasons of glorification. <laughs> I'll show you a few scriptures before we. Something happened. Jesus prayed a prayer. In John 12, 28, he prayed a prayer. And let's read it together. I want to go. Father, glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Some of you have been glorified last year, but there's a glory for this year. Some of you have been glorified last month, but there's a glory for this month. There's a glory to close this year. He said, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. Lift your hand and say, glorify me again. Glory to God. I will glorify it again. Now, if you study the teachings of Jesus or the writings about Jesus, you will find that they kept talking about the glory. The glory, you know. Just as I mentioned in John 7, 37 to 39, where he said, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Okay, but we saw that in the study of scriptures, we know, time will fail me to show you some of the scriptures, that the ultimate glory that the scripture was talking about was the resurrection of Christ. Hallelujah. Are we together? His resurrection. But between when Jesus was born as a man and when he resurrected as Lord and became Christ, there were several levels of glorification. Amen. 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 How do we know that? At least this statement. When Jesus said glorify thy name, he said, I have glorified it. And we yet glorify it again. Amen. Now, in John 11, just before John 12, in John 11, that was the story where Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Jesus made a statement to prove that that manifestation was him being glorified. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you look at it, look at verse 4. In verse 4, Jesus was speaking to the sister of, La of Lazarus. He said something. When Jesus, heard that he, when Jesus heard that he said this sickness, when Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God. What? might be glorified thereby. That means that when Jesus raised Lazarus from dead, Jesus was glorified. Amen. Amen. He was glorified by the resurrection of Lazarus. But that was not the ultimate glory. So there were different things that happened to Jesus that were termed glorification. Amen. Amen. Listen, some of you, it is in the area of your finances, there will be glorification. Amen. Some of you, to be in the area of your career, there will be glorification. Amen. This glorification is a lifting up of your head. Kopataya. Are you getting are you getting me? It's a lifting up of your head. So now Lazarus was raised. It was referred to as glory. It was after the raising Lazarus from the dead that he was praying in John 12. Glorify your name. Ah, but we thought we just glorified his name now. That means you're saying there is more. Amen. Amen. This is not all. Hallelujah. Jesus was believing and penetrating glory to glory. And that's for you also. Amen. Amen. It's glory to what? Glory. glory. 
<laughs> glory to God. Shout glory. glory. Shout again glory. glory. Listen. Do you know that <laughs> we are living in an era where God is all out to glorify his name in our midst. Amen. Amen. To show forth his power, his presence through us. When Jesus, in John chapter 2, that was the first miracle of Jesus. The first miracle of Jesus. Cana of Galilee. Turning water to wine. In verse 11, he said, this beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Glory and Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. Amen. Are you listening to me? That means that that miracle was a manifestation. That means people saw that there's something about this guy. And from that moment, the ranking, the mindset they had of him, it shifted. Now, there's a scripture in Joshua that says that when Joshua took over from Moses as the man to lead Israel, the Bible said the Lord magnified Joshua in the eyes of the children of Israel. That's glory. And my prayer for everyone today, that the Lord will magnify you. Amen. Amen. In the eyes of your colleagues, he will magnify you. Amen. In the midst of that circumstance you are in. Now, it's not, listen, it's not you magnifying yourself. No, 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 no. Something has been altered in the realm of the spirits that changes how they see you. That's the glorification we're talking about. It changes how people respond to you. <laughs> there is a new manifestation of you they see. Look at this. Jesus, in Matthew 17, went to the Mount of Transfiguration. He took Peter, James, and John and went up. While he was there, the Bible said he was transfigured. Now, Jesus had several moments of glorification. If time would permit me, I would just mention a few. Now, we talked about the miracle at Cana of Galilee. We'll go further. We'll talk about the baptism, the time of baptism, where he was baptized in Jordan. Then the heavens opened and they saw the spirit descend upon him like a dove and they heard a voice from heaven. This is my beloved son. Amen. In whom I'm well pleased. That was the glorification. Amen. That was God witnessing to John the Baptist that this is his son. That means John the Baptist didn't see him as one of the regular people that came for baptism. He saw him in a different light. That was glorification. At Lazarus there was glorification. Amen. At the transfiguration on the mount, there was glorification. How do we know that? Because Peter, Simon Peter talked about it in his epistle, 2 Peter chapter 1. He talked about that experience. He said, we've not followed cunningly vice fables when we declared unto you the, the, the coming of the Lord Jesus and we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Then he said that, verse 17 I believe, he said the father gave to him glory and honor. That means that what happened on the mount of transfiguration was a glorification. Okay, look at it. Verse 17, let's read it together. I want to go. For he, Jesus, received from God the Father, what? Honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in human way, please. That means that that transfiguration experience was a glorification of Jesus. 
Today is your own transfiguration experience. I said, today is your own transfiguration experience. Glory to God. He said he received from the Father honor and glory. We, Jesus didn't come down with anything in his hand. No. We saw Jesus come out the same way he walked up, but he was transfigured. That means that he didn't, there was nothing physical that changed, but Jesus had been elevated. Amen. When Peter, James, and John saw, they saw Moses. The Moses that they saw revere. And the Elijah they saw revere. They saw them come to Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. They now knew that this Jesus is not just one local preacher. Amen. They came to Jesus. And they were having conversations. Peter lost his mind for a while. He said, eh, 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 eh. he didn't know what to say again. He said, let us, let us build us three tabernacles. Amen. 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 While he was talking, he was suggesting, let's build one tabernacle for Moses, one for Jesus, one for Elijah. If Jesus didn't correct him, even as Jesus corrected him, we still have three tabernacle ministries in, 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 on the earth. We would have had worshippers of Moses, worshippers of Elijah. And followers of Jesus. God had to interrupt. God interrupted. Didn't allow him to finish what he was saying. While he yet spake. That's how the scripture put it. A voice from heaven interrupted him. He said, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. This one is not in who and where please. I say, hear him. Amen. Hear him. That means, whatever Moses and Elijah is saying, what he's saying supersedes it. Amen. That was the glorification of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It means that when you are glorified, you will be heard. When you are glorified, you will be heard. And I usher you today into that realm where you are heard. In your discipline, be heard. In your business, be heard. Be heard. Among your age group, be heard. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let them hear you. There are people that are talking and nobody's listening. And there are people that cough and everywhere is shaking. That means even the cough is an interpretation of something. Then there are people that are talking, they are talking, they are talking. Nobody's listening. I remember a great man that was on his deathbed. Bed, yes, dying. And uh, they came and said, what are your last words? Since you're dying, what are your last words? So we'll write it down. He said, last words are for fools that didn't say enough while they were alive. <laughs> that means I've said all I wanted to say. <laughs> Glory to God. So there are people that are talking. Have you seen people that are posting on Facebook every day? Posting, posting. You know, there's some sisters that always posting. They post like this. You didn't see this side. They post this side. You didn't see this side. They post this side. You didn't see this side. They post, yeah. <laughs> they are posting everywhere. Somebody did not even post picture. They start looking for the person's picture. Are you understanding me? Uh -uh. You that you posted all your pictures. Lift your hand, say in the name of Jesus. Let my voice be heard. Let me be seen. Listen to me. 
your voice being heard and you being seen where you are supposed to be seen. There's something about God unveiling you. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding me? There's something about God announcing you. What God did for Jesus, both at Jordan and on the Mount of Transfiguration, was to announce Jesus. Who, which person's announcement can be equated to the announcement of, G, of God over your life? When God announces you to someone's heart, When God in the sphere that you function in, in that sector you operate in, God and it means that there's something, there's a celestial thing about you that makes that they cannot but relate with you that way. Everybody is not on the same rank. If you and a wicked kingdom like the kingdom you're about, there are different rankings. Amen. Are we together? That means that in the same way, in the realm of the spirit, there are some people that command influence that others don't command. This has nothing to... <laughs> Maybe I'll give you one more scripture. Let's look at John 13. 30 and 31. Look at verse 30 and 31. In John 13... After Judas, therefore when he was gone out, Jesus said, now is the son of man glorified and God is glorified in him. Verse 32. And shall straightway glorify him. Translations that make, put it amplified, make it clearer. Put amplified, go back to verse 31. Let's read the amplified. In the amplified version, it says, when the death it was his resurrection that was a glorification. Amen. Are you with me? Now, he has achieved his glory. His honor. His exaltation. That means glory is the exaltation that comes from God. Glory is honor that comes from God. Amen. And God has been glorified through and in him. Did you get that? Verse 32. And if God is glorified through and in him, God will also glorify him in himself. And he will glorify him at once and not delay. Now listen to me. There's something about God glorifying someone. And be God being glorified in you. It means that there are people that see you. You know, the Bible says that, um, um, how does it put it now? It says, um, um, uh, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Now, the good works are in you. But it's bringing glory to God. Amen. Amen. That means that God is glorified in you. Amen. 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 But apart from that, God himself glorifies you. Amen. 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 Are we together? I believe for greater glory for us. New era and new season of glorification. Where you are magnified. There are things that 
attract that glorification. I don't know if I have the time to share that. There are things that we do, glory to God, that bring glorification to us. Hallelujah. All right? I'll just mention three things. There are several, but I'll just mention three things that will apply to us. Jesus made a statement in John 17, we just read. Verse 1 is where he prayed the prayer. In verse 4, he made a statement. Let's look at John 17, verse 4. Jesus said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou givest me to do. Now, what he's implying is that now that I have glorified you, you glorify me. What did he call glorifying God on the earth? He had finished the work, amen, that he was given to do. You glorify God when you finish the work he gave you to do, amen. Is it not simple enough? Is it not simple enough? Jesus also made a statement in John 15 verse 8. In John 15 8, he made a statement. I'd like us to go there. Then we'll read 1 Peter 4 14. In John 15 8, he said, this is how my father is glorified. Herein is my father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. God is glorified that we had one word from God and it was an impactful meeting in the city. Hearing is the Father glorified that one word from God is successful. Amen. Amen. That you bear much fruit. First Peter four fourteen. Oh, glory to God! In First Peter four fourteen, it says, "If ye be reproached for the name of Christ." Don't be reproached for your foolishness. But be reproached for the name of Christ. Because you represent Jesus. You refuse. Hey, no, no, no. In this place, they will not do it like that. This is what the word of God says. He said, if you be reproached, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he's even spoken of. But on your part, he is glorified. That means that we glorify God. When we willingly suffer reproach for his name. Amen. You carry your Bible. And you're walking into a crowd of people. And you want to share the gospel with, you, with them. They're already laughing before you share the gospel. You didn't turn back. You still went. He, he's glorified. Amen. Are, are you listening to me? Now listen to me. When you glorify him, he glorifies you too. Amen. Is a new era for you. Amen. The testimonies we will hear as the year is closing are testimonies of promotions, Amen. of liftings, Amen. of change of levels. Amen. 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 That the, the, the transactions we're, we're involved in now is on a higher level. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you've been glorified, He has lifted up your head. Now, the lifting up of your head is also symbolic of taking away shame. 
when God glorifies a man, it means that the circumstances of shame around him are being edited. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding me? You know, the people have different things that cause them shame. Amen. 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 Let's suppose that you graduated from school with a pass. Amen. It was many years ago you graduated from school. You have a job now. You're working. But you cannot confidently talk about what you graduated from school with. Are you understanding me? Well, 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 we thank God. We thank God they let us go. Are you understanding me? Yeah, we thank God they let us go. You understand that? Then circumstances occur where you are in a place where they keep asking. So um, what did you graduate with? The other person said, well, I had um, uh, a first class actually. So okay, what about you? They said, like, that means you, you, all of you are first class? Okay, all of you that have first class, come. And you're still standing. They say, okay, sorry, I didn't ask. You had first class. What did you have? They all say, 2-1. It's okay, I can take 2-1. Come. You, what did you have? Say, 2-1. The other person is first class. Then it gets to you. What did you have? He said, I can do the job, actually. <laughs> Amen. Anytime they go to that area, you are overwhelmed with a shame again of something that has that happened years ago. Are you understanding me? Okay, that's um okay. Um, 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 um there's this thing job now going on a social place. We're recruiting people from, from from this area. Okay, please send in your your your, your particulars. You guy said, I want to help you send in your particulars. You will say this guy does not know that I did not is a, I did not have a tutu. Hmm. They said, why have you not sent it? I'll send it tomorrow. Why are you dragging your feet? They have reminded you of your shame. Now, the glorification of God is where he brings about a circumstance that doesn't make that past matter again. Oh. Are you understanding me? He brings about a circumstance in your life that makes that that past does not matter again. That you will never walk through a road that that issue will be brought up again. <laughs> are you hearing me? Yes, See, there are some people that as we were growing up in life, certain things happen to them. Certain things happen to them. You know, there are things that will happen to you in life that they will mark you for life. Are you understanding me? They mark you. That means that everybody will... You know, there's no way they can disconnect you from that thing that happened. Oh, that guy. Oh, 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 oh. That girl. Oh, I remember the story of a lady they called Diploma. They sent her to school. They said, go and get a diploma. She went for um, one of the polytechnics. Then she came back pregnant. So the father said, is this the diploma you came back with? So when they're teasing, they say, you see, we sent her. She came back with diploma. <laughs> now, maybe it happened many years ago, but anytime she hears diploma, are you understanding me? It reminds her of what happened. You cannot throw away the child, amen. As you grow, he's growing. As you grow, she's growing. Are you understanding me? You can't throw away the child. Okay, now you've even gone to a new environment. Are you understanding me? They say, okay, okay, how are you? How are you? Yeah, is that your child? Yeah, that's my child. Okay, um, I need you and the daddy to come. Bad markets. <laughs> Amen. One said, I need you and the daddy to come. They've, they've stepped on an area that, are you understanding me? 
that you don't want to hear are we together they've touched something it reminds you of your shame and because of that there are certain places you can't advance because of that thing hanging over you the glorification of God means the lifting up of your head that that thing hanging over you will not have a place again I love that song that says, is it my glorifier? He has taken away my shame. Amen. Is that the song? Yes, my glorifier, my beautifier, he has taken away my shame. He's taken away my shame. Thank you. My beautifier, he has taken away my shame. He has taken away my Make my praise God. The beautifier, hallelujah. The glorifier, amen. He's glorifying you. He's glorifying you. Listen, when he touches, when he when he glorifies you, that ugliness in your life will not be seen again. That's what it means when he say beauty for ashes. Amen. Amen. Beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. There's a glorification that will drown every ugliness around you. <laughs> Have you not seen people that were so broke? They came from families, dejected, in short, you know, busted families. Then when God glorifies them, you cannot even connect them to where they used to be. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Amen. There are some people here that are believers. If they tell you what they were before they, were, they got born again, you will not even shake their hands. But now they are the ones that people trust with things. That's the glorification of God. Amen. Amen. Are we together? That's the glorification of God. It means that even if they bring up that matter, it won't stick. Ayakataya. It will not stick. Imagine after Jesus was transfigured at the Mount of Transfiguration. You know what it means to be transfigured? They saw him do zoom, zoom. Hey, are you understanding me? They saw something. Hey, he's not a human being. Then he comes down. Does someone say, eh, Where Capital Son? I'm looking for Capital Son. They will slap you. You cannot talk anyhow about him anymore because they have seen something. Amen. <laughs> you know, John Kuru was trying to describe it. He said, he said, he put it this way. Um, I think from John 1, where he was talking about how, he said, um, we beheld his glory. We beheld, we beheld, that we saw it. He was talking about that experience. John said, we beheld his glory. Amen. We beheld his glory. Meaning that when we saw it, full of grace and truth, 
You cannot tell that guy that this person you are following is not God. He will say, you, you are not a human being. <laughs> Amen. Are we together? That means that anything in the past of Jesus, imagine someone say, eh, I was the one carrying Jesus now. I was the one cleaning his buttocks. He used to pull a lot. Will it stick? Will it stick? Is the dimension of glorification. Is so, permit me to use the word pungent, that it will silence every other smell. You know, there are some times where people go to use the restroom. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> went somewhere and used the restroom and then sprayed air freshener. The thing killed the air freshener. <laughs> there are some people that have something in them. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> The air freshener was just, you know, the air freshener could not contest. I was like, no contest. No contest. <laughs> Pray in tongues for a moment. Kopa shataya balakatasha. Le protosolobom regedoske protosoleboso. Leto sobregedoske protosabayakata. When God honors you, the things around you align. Amen. Amen. That even when somebody wants to deliberately dishonor you, the system, the atmosphere around you will fight it. You might not even know it. Are you understanding me? The elements will fight it. If someone tried to Shameify you when he has glorified you. You observe that the elements, the wind, the weather will stand with you. He wants to go and submit something about you somewhere. Rain started falling that day. Until he couldn't go again. And if he doesn't go that day, it's late. Are you understanding me? You know what's happening? There's an honor. There's a glory that's come upon you. That everything around agrees with. Are we together? Joshua pulled down the walls of Jericho and spoke as a prophet and said, anybody that comes to lay the foundation in this place or raise the wall, he will do it with his first child and the second one. God honored his word. Amen. The man that spoke it had died and gone. Someone came there and said, oh, um, um, I think this is a good place to cite the industry. <laughs> as he laid foundation, first son dies. Amen. As it was said. It means that the, the, the spots that that statement was made agreed with him. This glorification upon you, everything around you will agree. Amen. Your bank account will agree. Amen. When money starts talking to money, to say, um, um, we're supposed to go to his place. 
And I say, why? He said, no, we, somebody has to go every week. Has somebody gone this week? Say, no. Will you go there this week? Then there are some others. Their own level is that say, um, it's been a while someone went there. So one of you should go there. One of you should go there. At least once in three months, we've decided that we'll be touching that side. But there are some people money. <laughs> it, will be, it will be illegal for them, for money, not to come into their hand every day. Amen. It will be illegal. It will be an illegality. Are you understanding me? Is a level of glorification. Amen? Amen. There are people that enter spaces. You know, listen to me. This thing is spiritual. I, I mentioned something to you earlier. I said it's a bestowal of honor. Heavenly honor. I said it's a celestial elevation. It means that in the realm of the spirit, there is a promotion that has happened. The Bible says promotion does not come from the east or west. Amen. It comes from above. That you go back there and everybody's uncomfortable to leave you at that level. They start apologizing. Um, sorry, we are supposed to promote you. But the issue is that, in short, Take it that we have promoted you. <laughs> are you understanding me? Why are they apologizing? It was normal last week. Sit down for a moment. So all of a sudden, everything has to upgrade. Everything around you has to upgrade to your new level of glory. To the glorification that has come upon you. God had to tell Joshua, I said, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Meaning that he was not with him like that before. Amen. Are you listening to me? He was not with him like that before. He said, now, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. <laughs> that means that this, everybody knew the standard as he was with Moses. That means there was a standard how he was with Moses. Amen. In that Old Testament, how he was with Moses. That's how he will be with him. That means you will enjoy the level of glory that Moses enjoyed. Last scripture, Philippians chapter 2. My focus is verse 9, but I'll read from verse 8. I said Jesus was humiliated in death. The death of Jesus was a humiliation. Permit me to say this to you. There are some of you that have not understood that your promotion will come, your honor will come when the test of humility has been passed. Some of you don't know that sometimes... When you look around and there's a test of humility, it is because you are just one step away from promotion. Jesus had to go to John the Baptist to be baptized. It was in that place he was glorified. Amen. Amen. Jesus knows that John the Baptist just went, came to make a way for him. He is the person. But he went to John the Baptist. Even John the Baptist was not expecting him. He said, ah, even me, I want to be baptized of you. Amen. That means I am looking forward to come for your own meetings. I want to be baptized of you. He said, no, suffer it to be so for no, for now, to fulfill all righteousness. He submitted to the baptism of John the Baptist. That's humility. Amen. At, but as he came out from that place, nobody remembered that he, he are you understanding me? Because the spirit descended on him. Amen. Glorification sometimes will come through a seeming humiliation. 
Amen. If you dodge it, you dodge the glorification. Amen. There's some of you, some of God, it will come to your heart to ask someone a question. The person is less than you. Oh, God, ask him. Oh, God, learn from him. But glorification is around the corner. Be spiritually wise. So what happened to Jesus in Philippians 2, verse 8? And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Now, wait till he humbled himself. He's already a man. He's not, you know what it means for God to become a man? <laughs> that scripture that said God was manifested in flesh. Sin of angels. What it was trying to say is that the angels had never seen God cry in pain. They've never seen God sleep. For the first time, they saw God sleep. Are you understanding me? When Jesus came to the earth. Are you understanding me? Angels observe. Ah. God is hungry. Are you understanding me? It was so he became a man. So Bible said, being fashioned, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Then he said, even the death of the cross. Now that he's that God is going to die. They cannot put God is going to die. God is going to die. That's the level of shame. Oh. But the higher level of shame is the kind of death he will die. Amen. Death on the cross is for criminals. It's not something that should be in your family history. That someone in your family was hanged on the cross. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Are you understanding me? No, no, no. That is for criminals. There are some kind of deaths that shouldn't be happening around you. So the death of the cross was humiliation. You are hanging. The people are going to come here and looking at you. You understand that? Looking at you. They kept saying things like, <laughs> he said that he was going to destroy the temple and uh, build it. Oh, yeah. Save you that will save everybody. Save yourself. Amen. And he's just hanging there. Going through it. Amen. Are we together? He went through all of that. He said, for the joy that was set before him, he endured. Listen to me. There might be seasons of enduring the cross. Amen. It might be for a week, it might be for a month, it might be for a while where you are positioned. God tells you, go and do this thing. And in that place, you keep seeing humiliation, but you know it's the road to glorification. Some of you are there now. Amen. Humility is awesome. Amen. Sometimes. The things around you will not work out until the things in you have been worked out. The Spirit of God works in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure so that some things around you will work out. Now, Jesus was humbled or He humbled Himself. It's better to humble yourself than to be humbled. Amen. You know, there are two different things. Uh-huh. Verse 9 is my last scripture. It's Philippians 2 9. Wherefore, <laughs> let's read it together. I want to go. Wherefore, God also had highly exalted him 
and giving him a name which is above every name. Amen. This is the definition of glorification. Glorification is to be highly exalted and given a name. You didn't hear me well. I said glorification is to be highly exalted and given a name. Glory to God. So as you live here today, through the word spoken, I'm ushering you into glorification. Amen. Where you are highly exalted of God in that area and you are given a name. Glory to God. That means heaven has given you a name. Amen. Highly exalted is an exaltation. An exaltation. Some of you, as you spend time praying, you will see visions of what I'm talking about. Glory to God. There have been times where signals have come to me in the spirit. It was promotion time. And then I had to spend some time praying. You know, when God promotes you in the spirit, you don't even have to say it. Amen. Even if you didn't say it, it will show. <laughs> Glory to God. It will show. It will show. It will show. It will speak. I'll end with this testimony. I've shared it several times. We were in the university, and uh, there's a special meeting they used to hold from time to time. And it was the first time they held it, I attended. And the host of the event told me, he said, I will give you an opportunity to share in that meeting. Whether I shared or not in the meeting was not my problem. I was just excited to be in the program. Amen. He said, I'm going to give you an opportunity to share something in the meeting. I said, okay, no problem. I was not among those that they uh, invited for the, that's guest, I was not a guest speaker. He just said, you're going to share something. I'll look for an opportunity. I was not one of the guest speakers. So the program held. They won, I think, two or three, three days or two days. I'm not sure again. As a matter of fact, I just put my mind that it was not going to happen again because they were not always meeting the schedule. So either they'll stay a little longer and close late and so on and so forth. So the last day, the last speaker had finished speaking. And they were closing. And I said, oh, I promised somebody. So I just, while all of you are standing, just permit him to share something. I just spoke for six or seven minutes. Then he said, the next program, you will speak. I never tried to push it. Then, the next program, he put my name. Understand something. In those days, before the war, some of you know what I'm talking about. We didn't to do flyers on campus. We used posters, cardboard. So I think that was the first time. So they asked me for my picture. We used to call it Smith Wigglesworth picture. A picture which is proof of the calling of God upon your life. You hold a Bible and point your finger. So I submitted my picture. 
and they were going to the press to print flyers. Not these posters they printed, posters. And the host of the event instructed the printer based on the spiritual authority of the ministers. There was an older minister. He said, this one should have the big picture. His picture should be biggest. I think we were four of us. The second one will be a little smaller than that one. Then it will be smaller than this one. Then the last, my picture is the smallest picture. I remember that year very well. So yes, I, I'm not involved in the printing. I'm just a guest, like I'm printing a um, program for faith to faith conversion. Are the guest speakers involved in the printing? No. They, 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 will, they will see it the way you saw it. Amen. Okay. So I was not involved in the printing. I don't know anything about it. They just collected a picture from me. That's all. Those are not the days of social media and email where we send. We physically take the picture there. They will now uh, scan it. You understand that? <laughs> he took it to the press. In that season of my life, there was a level of glorification. Something has shifted in the realm of the Spirit. So, when they got to the press, the printer made a mistake. He did it upside down. Amen. He made the biggest to be the smallest. And made the smallest to be the biggest. He didn't hear it well. Now, that's the excuse everybody will give, right? Okay. So, and they printed, they printed thousands. That's, they printed, even the guy hosting has never printed that much. Are you understanding me? Printed a mass. When they arrived and saw it, there's nothing they could do. They had to take it like that. Then they brought it to campus. I've not seen it, but they had to start pasting them. So they pasted them all over the campus. That day, <laughs> as I came out from my room, I was going somewhere on campus. Somebody greeted me first. The way he greeted me is either he's mistaking me for somebody else or he's mistaking me for someone else. That's, you understand that? That's like, like, you know, I know the person before. You understand that? Well, like, ah, man of God. Ah, he greeted me. He said, I will come for your program. I didn't even know what he was talking about. I'm like, okay. He said, I will surely come. I will come. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Maybe like one or two persons had greeted me on the way. So I'm like, what are they talking about? Until I was passing by a place, like a notice board, and I turned. I saw, even I saw it, even me, I shouted, ah! <laughs> like, I, I looked around, ah! You understand that? You know? Now, that's the first place I saw. When I now started going further, everywhere, boom, boom, boom. I say, the way I was walking, just changed. Ah, hey. <laughs> <You understand? laughs> Glory to God. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded.